forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast features live invasions by actual wildlife, an evil botanicus addicted to sky murder, and fawning tributes to universal wetness. For the first time in a long time, it's an actual recent ride. The Secret Life of Pets Off the Leash on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the podcast about theme parks where we misread today's ride's title long ago and are very disappointed it is not the secret life of pests and that John Lequizamo is not involved in any way. I'm Scott Gardner, clearly agreement from Mike Carlson. Uh, I agree. I heard you mumble to yourself, this is a long dog walk, too. And I was like, oh, is that part of the joke? Because today mm. the topic would have something to do with dog and walking. Yeah, um, yeah. That, I could have saved that. That could have been a good little addendum. At the uh, end there, to right. To say, thanks like, for putting it in. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm glad we got some Leguizamo in there. I was just talking about Leguizamo the other day. Uh, I think in regards to his uh, his spawn character, the uh, clown is it Jason? Is it the Jason Sheridan here as well? Mm. Uh, is the clown the name of the spawn villain, or is it clown? Uh, I think just yeah, I think just clown. Okay, uh, I did, I did read the first collection of Spawn comics and watch the Spawn movie during quarantine times. Okay, so it's clown. And I think I believe it is clown. <laughs> we haven't had enough clown discourse. <laughs> <laughs> on the show. I mean, we have had a lot of clown discourse, but we haven't had a lot of clown discourse. Okay, if you know thank what you I'm for saying. clarifying, because I think plenty of lowercase c clown. Yeah, it's yeah. been a it's not, too much. Not clown, <laughs> really. it's clown. Okay. Just, just the distinction. That is with a C, capital C, not capital K, could, not yeah. evil uh, K clown? Yeah, go back and listen to the way I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear it. If okay. you, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can tell the difference. Yeah, you put a little thing clown, on Clown, not clown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. If we're calling out John Leguizamo's characters, uh, in my, I don't know, really know about the pest, but now I've looked it up to see that the character's name is Pestario Vargas, which <laughs> I like. And that this is a, that is uh, re- it was a remake of a, a, a Stan Laurel project really seemingly. or oh, wait maybe really? inspired by a short story i can't okay. well, there's also a stan laurel called the pest from 22 and then there's a 24 short story maybe not maybe maybe not actually i might be conflating those things immediate error immediately rescinded but i like that idea that it's huh. a stan laurel remake by john leguizamo uh, so we're actually half right john leguizamo's character is named clown he is also referred to as violator Really? Yes. Violator? Yes. I'm not a big Spawn guy, That's what happens when uh, you are one of the most powerful people in comics with complete control over your product and you are 22 years old. (laughs) You're like, the bad guy is named Clown and also Violator. Mm. You're saying saying saying, no no, uh, non-powerful comic book artist writer at 22 would have been able to have a character with two names. There would be no way. It's very extreme. It's very like, you know... (laughs) Image uh, Comics, Todd board. McFarlane yeah, on Todd the top McFarlane. of the world. I'm going to give that character two names. Yeah, yeah. I'm mad with power. I'm drunk on power. <laughs> the yeah. indulgence. The, oh, disgusting. I'm going to ask for say. a nicer chair to draw my comics in. Uh, 
Do you think there's a chance if the pest has? A, I have actually never seen the pest. If it had a theme park in it, at this point, we would be calling our listeners pests. <laughs> is there a chance of that? I think there is. Um, we, call, we might call some listeners pests. <laughs> not, not very many. So, so maybe that maybe there is a chance. Maybe we watch this movie, then we will start applying. I, I have seen this movie. I watched it at like a summer camp thing. I think. Mm. And I think they would just get whatever new releases were out. Uh-huh. Because I remember watching The Rock. I remember watching Pest. Uh, the Stupids. The Pest, and and, and um, National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. Wow. That's this is a killer time, honestly. I've seen Vegas Vacation back. 20 yes. plus times. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. There's recently uh, heard an argument made that Vegas Vacation better than Christmas Vacation. Agree, <laughs> disagree. Hmm. <sighs> I know it's like Christmas vacation sort of like set in stone due to yeah, the, the but, holiday perennial nature. But I've seen Vegas vacation more. Mm-hmm. It's what I did to avoid election results uh, in on the, the fateful night in, in 2020 when we didn't end up knowing anything. Oh, I instead, right, right. Yeah. Actually, I ended up because as a new parent, you kind of split movies in two. And because the election results weren't done. Uh, I got a little extra. All right, we'll continue avoiding on night two, and we'll continue with the second half of Vegas Vacation. It was mm. a great time. Vegas Vacation, maybe it's the best one. Maybe it's the best of the vacations. Mm. I'll keep, yeah, Let's. I'll keep nudging it up the charts. Yeah, maybe. I, being that I associate it with Donald Trump not definitively winning immediately, it, I don't associate him with, with Donald Trump losing, because we didn't know yet. But I yeah. do associate it with going to bed two nights in a row, and Donald Trump did not win. So, uh, just for that. So, it's risen a little bit in the ranks. Yeah. Even though one of his top supporters, one of his top recent oh, supporters oh, is in the right, film, right, right. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Right. Huh. Well, yeah. we'll go back and do... I mean, there's obviously a theme... Par- I mean, there's themed experiences in Vegas Vacation, so I think there's probably some sort of episode we can do... It's, it's prime mirage. It is mirage. Yes, yes that's in true. Pristine condition. So maybe just for that, you gotta, you gotta know. We and Siegfried yeah. and Roy also in right. prime condition. Yes. Wayne Newton in prime condition. Though he's as he has been for many decades. Yeah, he's been. He is like, uh, what would you say? Like um, frozen in time. Frozen in <laughs> living wax figure. Living, wax but not in like a scary horror movie way where he's like. Somebody made him that way to be mean. He's got to be a Trump guy, too, right? <laughs> the most likely. There's but there'd no be way. no reason we would have to hear about it. There's zero yeah, yeah, yeah. current relevance to uh, Wayne Newton. So he would never shove this in front of our faces. That's true. Um, I'll just double check that before. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> worth, worth a Google. Let's throw it in when, when you say. So all of this talk aside, all of this 1997 movie talk aside, it's all distracting from that we are at last talking about a new ride it's been a very long time since we talked about something within the four month radius of it coming out so this is fresh out the gate for 2021 unless you uh, count that it was supposed to open in 2020 and did not obviously uh real real quick 2016 uh i was correct at least as far as 2016 is concerned that uh (laughs) yes their support was there i don't know if it lasted though well it's Uh, how many people uh drew the line after the events of january i will never i'm sure he is i'm sure trump lost him there yeah of course there's no way yeah yeah, there's no always supporters no no possible way uh yes but new ride yeah, new exciting uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Back to the I, I like you know I like to say uh, my f- famous catchphrase that I stole from Tom Cruise. Back to the movies. 
Um, but today I like to say uh, back to ride the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. pretty. You kind of stole that from Jason the other day too. Although if he kind of took it from you starting to do it, it's a part of the shared lexicon. I feel. I think he it stole it well, from it was a, me. A homage to you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I was trying to do the physicality. I was watching your video, and I was watching the Tom Cruise video, and then I tried to replicate it. Uh, yes, right. Yes, you're all tributing Tom Cruise's second most famous uh, <laughs> clip from the last year the yeah. distant second that, okay. from the one where he yelled a, a bunch where he, yes he screamed uh at people for standing not six feet apart i guess not following covid protocol i can't tell you what it was that's the danger forget, we don't know yeah. what we don't know the image that he's uh, looking at i think a lot of people were like oh that's good that he that he's taking this very seriously we really have no idea what actually happened or what he was losing his mind about we don't know if it was like somebody like their elbow like verged on five and a half feet and he like lost his mind and you're like "Uh oh something's wrong or if he miscalculated because they're in uh, england so he's like converting it to meters and the standard is different between meters and feet possible so so yes i think a lot of people were like well good i mean he's taking this seriously which is important um but then you cut to the other side and there's like a (laughs) <laughs> like 10 year old boy so scared <laughs> i'm sorry mr Cruz. <laughs> we yeah we won't we don't know for sure and i think uh, some other people after the fact were like oh that's good he's taking it seriously i might not have screamed at everyone like they were children or which is <laughs> also a bad way to deal with children but that also is kind of one of the few speeds on a film set <laughs> screaming at people like they're children well, or was in the days of Scott Rudin. Yeah, the classic, well, the classic era of Hollywood. Yes, is more of a screaming time. But this new, this new uh, era where we all were polite. Everyone's polite now. Oh hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> film sets aren't filled with like the most gifted people you've ever met, and also the dumbest motherfuckers you've ever met. <laughs> it's uh, I'm just curious who you. I'm curious to see a shoot and see like captions over who you're talking about. Yeah. It'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, you know, it's very complicated. Oftentimes, if you if you slap on associate blank or associate blank, they're either the hardest working person in Hollywood or the worst fail son you've ever met. <laughs> like, and there's there's really very little common I, ground. I hope you're talking about your specific uh, experience of being a PA on American Gladiators, and that there's some producer. Oh, in there I've that met you're some. Really... I've met some terrible people working but on that. <laughs> some of the maniacs who work in reality but, TV, but not the sure. gladiators. No, the gladiators, by all accounts, very polite. <laughs> but not the associate gladiators. They are well, dipshits. You know, do you still stay in touch with some of the gladiators? I don't stay in touch with any of the gladiators. I do not Shoot. stay in touch with Gina Carano. Thank you. Very oh, was she much. one of the gladiators? Yes. Uh, yeah. your, when you did that, she was one of them. Yeah, she wow. was one of them. What's her name? Yeah, I think she was. Pestario. <laughs> I I will look this up. Oh my gosh, that's a big revelation. How's that not crazy? Come up I didn't hear. I didn't. Yeah, you never said that. Gina and Hulk in one place. I there. There's so many shared interests whoa. there. Uh, yes, the and I, yeah, offering Hulk Hogan uh, some Nature Valley granola bars. Oh Gina Carano was crush. Crush. <laughs> Wow. wow. Not as uh, uni- like perennially lovable as the turtle. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not as good as that. Uh, not as beloved as the uh, the soda, <laughs> Orange <Yeah>. Crush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Flip for, yeah, there's ex- expiration. Wow. With Interesting. I mean, the nicest crush. people were Layla Ali, the co-host, Muhammad Ali's daughter. Sure. And uh, the guy Wolf, 
Wolf was a real sweetheart. <laughs> wow. So if we don't, people don't know what we're talking about, Jason, like over a decade ago, was a PA on the rebooted yeah. American Gladiators. At Universal Studios? On the Universal lot? No, on the Sony lot. On okay. the biggest soundstage on the Sony lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which may be where, I don't know if it's the same stage, but possibly if it's that big, it might be where Captain EO shot. I believe that was a Sony lot. That's shoot. very possible. Audience holding soundstage, also gigantic, was where a lot of the Wizard of Oz was shot. Whoa, whoa. Oh, so where that uh, the hanging... Possibly. But, but definitely real hanging happened. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's where you and Wolf met. Yeah. I'm going to stop for a second and deal with this scary... Oh, my God. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a dragonfly, right? It was. I don't know. Is it? Is it a beetle? It looks like a scarab beetle. I'm not going to cut this. I'm just going to say that I think one of the scarabs from the mummy ride at Universal <laughs> is outdoor. in Scott's... Yeah, it escaped. We aren't that far yard. from it. Or did, my, I mean, Mike, Can you I, were there. I was just earlier. I, no, did I you right did from a there. scarab beetle hitch a ride with oh you? Oh my god! Can I get a picture that will actually convey this? That is a really scary. It's bug. so big and like black and thick. So if you hear really embarrassing screams it's, midway through this episode, <laughs> it is because uh, one of it is on one of us, and perhaps it, is, like, yeah. and if you're the most scared screams followed by silence, it's that a thousand of him showed up and consumed one of us whole. <laughs> it's got gold, like golden wings. It's kind of beautiful, honestly. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. It's, a, it's luring us. I, is it having a problem us. flying? I'm not sure. I hope so. Maybe, but what if it just uh, like comes over to our feet and asks for help? <laughs> yeah, me. Oh my gosh, this it's is me, really Pestario, wild. It's me, Pestario, the pest. Oh my god, Pestario, <laughs> you've transformed into a scarab beetle. A real little pest. Wow. Um, You know what? Not the only wildlife, oh. and not wildlife, <laughs> not the only animal in the yard, because this is an episode about the pets ride. Yeah, yeah. And we are joined by, who just jumped into Jason's lap on top of your laptop, uh, this is fantastic. A, a pet that is, I'm sure, been on the show, but not with all of us together. That's right. Introduce uh, our friend just for this episode. Yeah, Garfield the dog is here. I'm watching him for the afternoon. And, um, Jane, is, your girlfriend's uh, yes, dog. Yes, uh, my girlfriend's dog. dog. Uh, uh, technically, <laughs> partly by dog. Too. Wearing um, a sweater, climbing all over you. And he is. Um, <laughs> You're like dressed the same. <laughs> we're dressed the same. And he is. Uh, yeah, I. He, you know, you mentioned that scarab beetle, and he slowly. You bo were both watching the beetle, and I was watching him. He slowly backed up when he saw it. He's on the <laughs> other side of the yard and is wandering around now a little. He is on the leash. He is not wow. off the leash. He is literally on a leash. Yes, appreciate yeah. it. So he doesn't go eat the like lemon goo that landed under the tree uh, in this yard. This is uh, <laughs> we have like real hazards in getting There's this a lot done of at play this point. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now a, a bird is calling. A, yeah. Boy, hope you listeners are enjoying <laughs> the out the outdoor era. So but better than Zoom, right? Because you get to hear us stop and talk about yeah. all the distractions. Um, I mean, I love that there is a that there is a, a little dog, probably of similar to the size of the main uh, character in the ride, voiced by Patton Oswalt, whose name. Jason knows because you made a list. You said that's right. Downgraded from a chart to a list it's once you Max. considered it. Yes, Max. Yes, Max, the star of Secret Life of Pets. Wow, yeah. just like Max. Um, yeah, not the same type as Max, but no, Garfield, the same similar size. Garfield is a Shih Tzu, a little street dog Shih Tzu. Do we know he's, what Max is offhand? I think Max is like a beagle or a terrier. And <laughs> oh, Garfield, Garfield just Max. hit his head on the microphone. 
is, you know what? I this think is I'm, pure I think chaos. Switching to this the is phone. pure pet chaos right now. I had a feeling there because the, when this was, I was all for it. But when it was discussed, Garfield being here, and you said he'll probably just sleep under the chair, I did think there's no way that's happening. No, no. He sure wants, it's going to get crazy. He wants kisses from Jason. <laughs> he sleeps so much of the day, and now he is sitting on my lap, and he'll probably be asleep on my lap soon enough. Yeah. I told you guys beforehand, we put the hoodie on him so he would go to sleep. And he's collapsing. Uh, he's falling over right now. I wish. Oh my gosh, he should have a little cap on like you do as well. I wish that he had a baseball hat on like you have. Oh yeah. But that's the only other plus. Uh, that's the only other plus up I could have to this <laughs> this scene. Maybe if he put little pants on him, but that would be hard. He's a real sweetheart. Um, we had a nice long walk earlier. Wonderful. Well, let's get the let's get Edwin over here to your dog. Sure. Let's get my baby out, <laughs> and then we'll just like it'll be a. Fifteen uh, percent content, eighty-five mm-hmm. percent fumbling episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot of uh, directing traffic. Uh, <laughs> let's real quick talk about what it was like to be back to ride the movies. Yeah. Oh boy. Because um, you're fresh from it. You just I was did just it. There. Yeah. Um, it's we're, we've all trickled in. I did it a couple weeks ago. Jason, I think you did this ride as part of the the Taste of Universal or whatever they were calling that. Yeah. The, the food uh, festival. Yeah, I was there like almost a week before Universal officially reopened. The reopening day was Friday, April 16th, 2021. I was there the previous Thursday, and I had seen the day before uh, uh, on Twitter a number of people posting. I think I saw first Todd Martins from the LA Times was there and was getting on the ride, and I messaged him, and he's like, yeah, I was at Tasty Universal, and they're doing soft openings uh, they're phrasing they call it technical rehearsals mm-hmm. which is okay the ride's open you can come on and ride it if it falls apart you can't complain <laughs> we do not guarantee this ride will work buster keaton style mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the building could fall all, for all four sides of hopefully where the space left for you in the middle yeah, yeah. Um, so and and the, the 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 crowds were i mean they're still pretty low out here in california but especially for these food fests, they were very low. So we got to do it a few times that day. Mm-hmm. Nice, and, nice. Uh, yeah, I was just going to an outdoor food eating. I was not expecting to do any rides. The surprise of getting a ride, getting that's a tremendous. Ride. Yes, we um, rode this and the spinner ride in Super Silly Fun Land. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a good line. After this long ride drought, that sounds mm-hmm. really fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you're the freshest from it, Mike. How did it, yeah, how did, how did it feel? That was, this is your return to... to theme parks not all of us have been to one yet uh jason's done disneyland chronologically now i'm mm-hmm. heading there what's uh yeah how was the return well like a lot of things at this point in life it's like uh, it was like you went in and it wasn't like a big oh my gosh i'm back it was like walking through like oh yeah this is normal and then like parts you go oh good like once you'd be on a ride you'd go oh good yeah good thank goodness it's a trickle in it's not a big celebration of you know like oh I'm back. There's like it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like some neat coronation a re- like re- like big celebration. It's just gonna be like oh good. I've had that with moments of getting back to regular life where it just it lasted so long and it's all been so annoying and just like an overlap with so much other annoyingness in the world that so, that some some things have been pure bliss heavenly and other things have been like yeah good damn it yeah that's right <laughs> it's about I, time I did feel the most I felt sort of like wistful was definitely at the end of the pets ride and that's partly yes. because of of not going to these places for so long and partly because I am a 
sucker for pets and the dog and oh boy. too emotionally wrapped up, probably too much in pets and my and Edwin and the dog. Uh, so yeah, there's something a nice thing happens and then there's a big party for you at the end. That is the conclusion yes. of this ride. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I woke up too late today and I was also like it was like I feel like I wanted to get there earlier. So I like I stressfully walked into Universal Studios for the first time in like a year and a half. And then, like, oh, then you relax a little bit. It, it wasn't immediate. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. immediate for me either because I was uh, like, whoa, we're in the gate. We're actually in it. Excuse me. Uh, would you be uh, available to do a quick survey? <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That, look, hey, normally, <laughs> yes, I love to help with that. I know that the feedback actually matters. I'll do the thing online. But, oh, my God, right. Look, I haven't done this in so long. I have nothing to talk about. I literally have no theme park experience from the last uh, year and change. Yeah, I saw them. I thought they were going to ask me because there were two people standing with the with the uh, whatever iPads, and I was like, "Are they going to ask me?" And then the trick is, and I don't know if we probably talked about this before, supposedly is you make eye contact with them, and then they won't ask you. Usually, they're not supposed to ask you if it looks like you want to talk to them. <laughs> Oh, supposedly again, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but supposedly the idea is that they're supposed to just uh, um, sample uh, the audience or sample the the park goers by finding people who would not want to talk to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's more of a random for whatever reason. So if you look at them like eagerly, they're not going to pick you. Now, what if you make a beeline right for them and you say, can I take a survey? I like, think it's how, not, if you do that with that voice. Yeah. If you say, "Can I take a survey?" <laughs> and with no mask, with no yeah, like, rip your mask off and, and have a little like a Grinch-like smile curling and go, "Can I take a survey?" <laughs> if you do that, then they will for sure say yes, and then they'll let you. Uh, uh, the dog is now trying to like hug Jason. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, it makes so much sense for this episode. <laughs> He's stepping this on episode. Jason's phone. Uh, he loves to do this when I am uh, trying to sleep. Jason, close your leg so we can have a lap to sit on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, now he's jumping. Now he's jumping off. Yeah. And it's wrapping up in the mic cord. Oh, my perfect. gosh. He's going to pull this perfect. mic over. Oh, boy. Uh, this is why I wish boy. we were filming the whole thing. Let's sire videographers quickly. And now he's smiling because he's proud of himself. The he is. Great he should smile. Be. Great smile on this guy. Uh, the park was was i think partly because you know they're only still not loading full ride vehicles on a lot of these things the park like i went into i went to that lower lot and i was like these wait times are really long i was yeah unless yeah, you go yeah. early they're still pretty long so i really got a chance to do jurassic world and this and that was about it oh yeah, yeah. i hate to say it that early is part of it i should have uh, gone you know, early, easier yeah. for me parent hours you're up at 6 a.m all the time so we were like yeah. yes sure let's let's get to it but but um, I have a gold pass, so I'll be back. You can immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good rule of thumb if you're going to Universal Studios Hollywood, whether it's now time or normal times, go right to the lower lot. Because everyone else waits till later in the morning or midday to go down there, and it just crunches so yeah. bad. And just, single single rider's not back yet. Single rider's not back yet. Oh, yeah, Which yeah. is another thing, because I forgot all about that. And then I, that, that because like, I was like, well, single rider, you can get right on a couple of these. And it's like, they don't do that right now, at least because of the protocols, which I don't know Whatever, if that really matters that much. Exactly. I'm not, uh, I get the idea. But you know what's sure. great, though, with it is that you get a lot of ride vehicles to yourself. 
Which well, rules? yes, I was front row, and we'll talk about this on a different episode. I was front row in Jurassic World. Oh, hell alone. yeah. Alone. No one else in the entire... No, there were people behind me. But, but like many a... rows. They don't, yeah, they, exactly. Those are not very populated. Exactly. I so. think the idea, listener, is that we're going to talk a little more about extra universal stuff, and maybe maybe that, that Indominus Rex mm-hmm. over on the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast thread. So further uh, universal thoughts because you need you need them all you need to yes. collect them all um so so we'll you know we'll, we'll do the broader scope there I, i'm trying to think just quick hits i mean yeah getting to do rides where it's almost only you in the vehicle another reason to go straight for that lower lot honestly one of the best parts for me being back there was the starway there was a real yeah victorious nature to that starway I, like i don't and i don't think I, it's not like I had an inherent love of it before. Some some attractions, uh, we talk about it, and then I love it more. I wasn't sure how I felt. I had so much fun talking about the Starway and the evil Starway, also on the second gate. Yeah. Um, that suddenly now, that for some reason, I was raring to be back there. Also, just like... You know, I've I've kind of like like I, I I've lived now several places and lived and worked several places like in the view that you get at the top of the starway mm-hmm. and and it's such a like triumphant like you know we've all we were all stuck in in uh, in our rooms for so long and we pined for the 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 view the Lion King esque view of the kingdom yes of the North Hollywood general area. Up above, you, I felt like we, I, like we finally rose above it, and I'm looking down on all these great places where I've had great memories, and that are starting to open up again. There's something about that top of the starway that there was just like a grand vista nature oh, of yeah. it that I really yeah. liked. It's a beautiful view of the San Fernando Valley. Yeah, uh, it's there's that golf course there that. I think we're all hoping is uh, uh, finally bought by Universal to be turned into another theme park, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just or put your you know get the condos over there so we don't have to worry about sure. them muscling in because there's been a lot of talk about what do you do with that lot and the most boring plan obviously the most boring plans for anything always are expensive condos yes so let's keep that off the lot and put that over in the boring uh, you know in the residential zone I agree Ooh, I agree um, yeah and the other the other quick note I'll have of being on top of the Star is of course the Nintendo Land View. My favorite thing is to look at construction in yeah. progress, and boy, they cannot hide it. There's impossible to hide it. Like sometimes, Galaxy's Edge, you could see things from oh, if you go to this part of the, the top of this, and but like this, is, there's no way to hide it. It's just you're gonna be go, see, going down the escalators. You can see the whole thing. You go to you go to the queue of Jurassic World, and it's just like open. You just can see inside. Yeah, they don't really block it, and you're uh, um, it has just moved in the recent past from just being like a lot of construction and clearly there's a lot and it's an impressive space but there's nothing like colorful to look at and now we have the green Mario Hills and you get a sense of how awesome that is going to look especially from the Starway which you know some uh, dullards out there might say that having to take all these escalators is boring Mm. and perfunctory but now you're going to have this epic view of like, like up above like you don't get to descend into Galaxy's edge with right. this you're going to get to see this the, the the scope of this bright vibrant land as you uh, you know land from above it's going to be great yeah it's like sort of the level select screen in a lot of ways as you go down so, you know like when you map. can see like yeah like when you're playing a video game you can see sort of the level and there's a smaller vi- version of it before you select it so you can select Jurassic World you can select the Brendan Fraser mummy and then you can see the Mushroom Kingdom 
there, and you can select that as well. And that all is accessible from your good friend, the Starway. That's right. Yeah, thanks to the Starway. Yeah. No way of getting... We'd have to jump. We'd have to jump from the parking garage. I, in this... You know what I also real... I shouldn't... We we could talk about this all day, but like we were on the Starway, and I was just like, the music is pumping. Like, I'm loving this vibe. (laughs) Like, I'm... I don't know. I guess it's just being outside and having... There's a beat, a loud beat, and you know, they they turn that music up a little louder than they do at Disney. Mm. You know, I like a douchey Vegas pool party. I'm like, maybe that's where I'm... I'm just like, yeah, hell yeah. They didn't play Gasolina, but I would have... Yeah. Lost my mind if they played gasoline. Were they playing It's Gonna Be a Lovely Day by Lunch Money Lewis featuring Amine? Can you give me a give me a give me a couple ten like ten seconds of it to know what that song is? Uh no, it's just a song that plays at the end of Pets. It's from the Secret Lies of Pets soundtrack. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um they, no. they were playing Do the Bartman though. I was loving it. They were playing Do the Bartman as I was going down. Really? Yeah. They played it twice. They played it as I was going down. On the escalator, not in the Simpsons? No, no, no. Right right, like as I was walking to the escalator. Sorry. I think I knew they played Do the Bartman, though, in general. I didn't know for a little while, but I think a couple years ago when I was... And I I think I said it on the Harry Potter Three Broomsticks episode. I think, like, they play it... I was, like, eating outside, and I was like, Do the Bartman's playing while I'm in Hogwarts. It's that's so great because as a Simpsons fan, I think every Simpsons fan can agree that one of the best things the show ever did was do the Bartman. <laughs> and you're not a true Simpsons fan. Am I a Simpsons fan? Uh, everybody, if you can do the Bartman, everybody at the can and a man can. I mean, Yo, we all, it's our hey, favorite. what's happening, dude? I'm a boy that's something to being rude or whatever. I mean, I had a cassette of it, so I, I can't act like I, it's not burned in my brain in a lot of ways. Um, but it's fun it's fun to hear it because i don't hear it a lot so like that's they play no other it's not exactly a radio song no or in the supermarket um and the uh, the rest of it is all like alf clausen you know orchestra orchestral simpson stuff and sure but then you know you rock a little to do the barman like that's a little bit more of a rocking <laughs> the rocking it's rocking song, song. <laughs> um so i was vibing on the music today like there was some some pop hits and Bartmans, and I was enjoying that. Jeez. They didn't play any of the Beatles, but you get a different type of Beatles if you go <laughs> into the mummy ride. That's a good point. And yeah. in this yard, which, I, by the way, I think the bug died. Just dead? It's right over there. Oh, it God. hasn't moved. Either that or it's pregnant. With the tiny scarab. No, it's kind of like a bunch are going to burst out right now. I don't know. I mean, it's, it hasn't uh, moved. Watching beetle labor? Like, whoopee. The beetle might have died. I mean, I feel bad. I don't, I, is my older age, I really don't even like to kill bugs anymore. Oh, my God. But I, it's just sitting there, and the, it's like about eight feet from me or so, ten feet. And it's just, I can see, right? That's it, right, Scott? I, God, yeah, maybe. I think. Could be. Right. Uh, boy, well, a scary endeavor, and I can't help but think it would have been a little better if I'd gotten my coffee. <laughs> nice. Right, we get nice. that. Everybody nice. gets it, right? That's, that he gets, is that a scarab moment or not? Oh. Is that like just like a ghost gets him? That's, at the, that's how the yeah. mummy ride ends in Florida. It's a ghost gets him, um, but it also, like, that outburst is very similar to what Tom Cruise had on the set of Mission Impossible as well. <laughs> so that's a, both, in, both a reference to Scarabs and to Tom Cruise's and outburst. And both of the members of the mummy franchise. Oh, right. Very good point. Mm-hmm. Of different, I guess, different mummy franchises. They should just, yeah, they should 
flip out the Fraser thing with the Tom Cruise rant at the end of that, too. Yeah, yeah, sure. Or get them together into the mummy-verse. Why not? Let's roll. As I always say about all this IP stuff, let's roll in the slop. Let's roll in the <laughs> slop like pigs and enjoy Bad it. That is, as it could be. Team everyone up. Let's do it. Um, all right. Let's, let's get into this ride a little bit. Um, the Serial Life of Pets, this is, I, one, uh, I may have said this on the show before, one very strong memory I have of uh, the pandemic hitting was that I have like a spreadsheet that says what episodes are maybe in or that we put out and what are coming up. And I remember specifically like, oh, well, March, we got Secret Life of Pets. So that'll be fun to go yeah. see that and then talk yes. about it as soon as it's open. And then at some point around March or April, just deleting that square oh, <laughs> permanently. Yeah. <laughs> Not permanently, but removing it. I'm like, I think we can safely say this won't be on the 2020 podcast, The Ride schedule. Uh, bummer, yes. um, but uh, not the worst thing that happened. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, the worst thing would be the cancellation of Peacock Fest, the celebration of the new Peacock oh. streaming service that was also going to have a big uh, marquee, you know, uh, ride, come see your favorite stars, your favorite NBC Universal stars, and ride the new Secret Lies of Pets ride. Secret Lies of Pets, of course, not available on Peacock, neither of them. The first one is available for you to rent from your favorite rental service. The second one is streaming on Netflix. And that just goes to show the quality of Peacock curation. That, there's all those crazy, like, that, you know, I mean, this one's, like, I guess people know the ownership of this show, but you do go, uh, oh, an NBC streaming service, huh? Oh, finally, a place where I can watch Friends. Well, no, no that's on no, no, that's on Warner. Why? It was on NBC. Well, no, because well, the ownership produced. is a Warner produced show. Um, and then vice versa. There's NBC things on peak. Like you have to uh, know what companies made things to be yeah. able to chart all of this. Which un- unfortunately I do. I do know what companies made shows that I've never seen one minute of, mm-hmm. so I can navigate some of these things sometimes. But it's still sure. Uh, you got there's a lot of like pre work to do to go watch anything. Yeah, on and a that's streamer. most of a, a lot of a film degree is uh, them telling you like, okay, this is the difference between a distributor, a producer, a network, and a production company. <laughs> uh, regular people don't know this. And yeah, or like, care. Okay, that took. 20 minutes now what are you gonna teach (laughs) (laughs) something more interesting Um, please something uh yeah they don't even have you'd think like well their biggest franchise maybe one of the biggest in the world fast and furious okay we have four no we have five we have six we maybe have seven we don't have the rest what but okay tnt if you get the tnt app you can watch one and then if you get the dbs app you can watch the other and so it's scattered uh. to the wind, but you wouldn't. Th- and, w- and Fast and Furious Nine is about to come out. You wouldn't think you would. You would Maybe want your just, biggest movies. Yeah, like get them all. Get them there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, there was going to be a Fast and Furious presence at Peacock Live, which I went and looked up our email about. Uh, which was sometimes we get emails that are like. You want to come check this thing out for free? Sometimes there's free things that we get, not very often, but once in a while, and we're very excited, and that's cool. This email seemed to be, so <laughs> yeah. for just $99, <laughs> you can go, you could see uh, Elizabeth Berkeley and Bill Krebs, the executive producer of Good Girls, but I might have paid that, oh, and a preview of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. <laughs> this email yeah, is yeah, bizarre yeah. to look at now, but then like, oh, oh, a little late with Lily Singh, the panel of the show that'll be on forever. Mm. And then, uh, but you were maybe going to get to see Jay Leno 
talk to Dennis McCarthy, the picture car coordinator for the Fast and Furious franchise. That I actually would pay to see. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, that I would consider. If you're yeah. going to hear anybody, the thing that uh, my friend Tommy pointed out about Jay Leno's Garage, you're like, oh, a comedian doing a car show. That must be funny. No. <laughs> no. He asks very dry car questions this is not funny to him they do. monica Lewinsky. that's to joke about cars <laughs> this is serious business they do like one bit an episode though yeah they, he allows one but it's very yeah you're right it's like an island outside of the info yeah which should not be tampered unlike us who weave it oh, all in oh, and out you never know what a tapestry, be a comedy, folks uh, facts and jokes and stories dogs and lives. beetles you never know what's gonna hit you goodness what yeah. a podcast this is um yeah so uh, where, where was I? We missed Peacock mind. Live is the yeah, point, and so we, we didn't get to get that preview of, of this, but it eventually came, um, I, and yeah, so this is one of the big things I did think about throughout the pandemic, is that this ride was ready to, maybe the most new ready to open, mm-hmm. it was so close to turning the turning the keys and starting the thing, and then and then it all went down, so, yeah. uh, and, and crazy when you think of the scope of it, because the big headline with this attraction is animatronics, so many animatronics. I think a press release said 64 all told in this attraction, wow. and that's a lot to be just yes sitting around, not not doing anything, not turned on. Yeah, this and Avengers Campus were yeah. starting media previews, and I think about to start annual pass holder previews in Universal's case, at least. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You mean last year? Yeah, last year. Oh, Avengers, I don't think it was done. Huh? Avengers, it, it, it like finished a couple months ago, I think. They had a little more. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It wasn't. But there were media tours. Like Carly. Went oh, they were did, doing like hard hat stuff. Yeah. Hard yeah, hat yeah, stuff. Yeah. Taste mm. the food. That sure, sort of sure. It have been by end of year. I don't remember the. It was, remember. Avengers was supposed to open in the summer last year. Yeah, last summer. Like, yeah. uh, like June or July in the summer. But I'm just over. saying like, I think Pets was truly sitting like finished. Pets was ready to go. Yeah. Versus yeah. Avengers, which I think they ended up being delayed a little bit. And they finished yeah, a couple yeah. months ago. So they have created with this attraction. Kind of a little, I don't think it's called this by anyone other than us, but maybe we, well, yeah, let's just call it Illumination Alley. Yes. There's a section that is a little narrow in stretches. Yeah. It is pretty, very like New York cramped. This is a New mm-hmm. York themed attraction and it butts pretty close right up to the Despicable Me Minion Mayhem ride. And these are to talk about production companies as in your film school. These all made by the same studio, Illumination. Despicable Me, their, their crown jewel, but Secret Life of Pets, a big franchise too. Yeah, I loved, I actually didn't even realize this until today when I did it, that it was right there. Which I thought was very cool that it was right there because Universal, you know, we all know it's a kind of a Universal Hollywood is a weird layout, hodgepodge. And this did make the area there feel like, oh, it's its own little thing here. Actually cohesive. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and it it does start to disrupt this odd. We've never really talked about it. It it is weird, that whole zone up there on the upper lot that's just like streets of the world. Oh, is it like Epcot World Showcase where you experience different cultures and foods? Nah, it's like crappy pizza. Yeah. Uh, Okay, are there like different attractions representing like a boat ride of old London? No, it is nothing. Truly, there's not a thing. There's like a a Moulin Rouge um, uh, windmill. (laughs) That's about all you got. There's an Irish bar... But not the full-size Irish bar and restaurant like in Orlando. This is more like a railroad apartment that you can walk through and get a plastic shot glass of Jameson. It's so small. It's right. so it's small. Very sadly small. Is a full bar? Am I right on that? I think. Yeah, is, and I think that is like yeah, that is like a hard liquor place 
which does not really sound good to me. At a th- like, let me grab shots quick. Usually, at least Universal, I associate with heat very often. Yeah. A fire. Oh, so yeah. I don't really want, yeah, like the, and it gets so hot in the summer. So in 110 degree, I don't want that Jameson shot necessarily. I, but some people do. And that, sure. Universal is the funniest because the space is so odd. And the four o'clock crunch where people who've come to the park halfway through the day arrive, people who've been there all day arrived, everything has a long wait. And some people are just hammered. (laughs) Like Universal Hollywood is, you don't get it. I think people get crankier at Disneyland, but Universal Hollywood. Uh, people sometimes just show up to Man, have gotta, a good time. We got to do. I've never actually done anything in. The, I've never had anything in there. Before. They have a lot of golden. They have the mango cart. Uh, well, that's delicious. My fruit juice. The beer alcohol, that tastes my like baby. Uh, juice my box. baby alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I love mango cart. Sure. And, and they and they also had uh, tall boys of of um, White Claw. Sure. At a lot of the restaurants. More baby juice for More Michael. More baby juice. <laughs> <laughs> More go-go juice for Michael. Uh, My sweets. Yeah, that that'd be a good before horror nights or something. That's a good. Well, I think that's more of a, uh, I think because horror nights attracts, uh, uh, you know, a much younger crowd as well. They and and locals and stuff. You know, it's more of a locals park, Universal Hollywood. I think of. Um, I feel like Horror Nights in Orlando, they're like, yeah, come do the haunted houses and come get hammered. But Horror Nights out here, I feel like they kind of are really strict about it. Yeah, they're a little more. It's a less yeah. of a free-for-all, boozy free-for-all out here. Um, I'm realizing now, and we'll talk about this on the Jurassic World, there's not enough time. I noticed the kids and like adults both alike are wearing a lot of big pants lately. Just I'm seeing that big pants are back in. Well, bag your stuff. In like general, like Hardy, like in. 1999 wrestling tag team, the Hardy Boys, <laughs> giant like Jinko pants. I, I was like, well, I guess this is back. Just throughout the day, really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I was like, huh, this style is back, I guess. I think huh. someone bought Jinko a few years ago. I think someone bought it with startup money. I don't know anything that brand about- Gecko is back. I'm always getting ads yeah. for that Gecko Hawaii on Instagram. This will be it. We'll talk about big pants on Patreon, though. We don't have time. Yeah. Um, so Mostly big pants. Yeah, so so um, there's a little corner here that is is all in the same illumination verse, yeah. which is really nice. And the both uh, both show buildings or not show well, like you know the exteriors both look in the same universe. And yeah, yeah, because they aren't like yeah, it's not like a house style at that company, but they're certainly like adjoining. They yeah. definitely yeah. fit well together. So yeah, I love that. I love that those that all ties together. It did have to be. This did cause the demise of the globe theater yes universal's event space personal significance for me because it's where i i did the first of three steps of auditioning to be a a tour guide the big like open call was there um there was also that was also the site of a a tour guide or maybe just an employee-wide film festival uh that happened that they made ron meyer the real <laughs> universal executive who has a lot to do who was like y- several years later was like trying to be a peace broker in the leno conan <laughs> like he was like a legitimately a player and all that he had to sit and watch a bunch of like little movies where people dressed up like cowboys <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah. um i won i won an award at the Oh wow! Slide that in really fast. Whoa! I don't even know if we've talked about that before. And I don't, you know, uh, I've I've never won a. uh, I've uh, been I was nominated for a Writers Guild award once, and you get like a certificate. Mm. So this was the only like trophy I think I've ever. Do you have it with you? 
Uh, no, it broke at some point oh, in time in a man. move or something. <laughs> so the one, oh, man. it was a nice looking award, but it did it did break. Um, but it felt it was a, they put on a good fake fancy air, and there was a real important executive who was probably not paying attention. But I got to feel like it was a mini Oscars. Wow, nice. That That's was great. nice. So you know, I obviously was upset to see this uh, removed. How many more important events could have happened? At the, how many more? Proms oh. and retirements could have. Uh, People occurred, would have proms at that place, right? My school did. I think there there may oh, have wow. been. We were just talking about uh, prom. This hasn't come out yet. We we're talking about proms and not going to prom. I think there was a prom I didn't go to <laughs> at this uh, venue. Possibly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I I even want. I discovered the um, Disney uh, meetings and events YouTube page where they have little commercials set up for like. Uh, rent this space at the Yacht Club Hotel for your event. And there was literally just videos that was called, like, uh, have your prom at the Grand Floridian. <laughs> and um, yeah. if wow. your high school can afford to rent space at the Grand Floridian, um, congrats. Everything's going to be real easy for you from <laughs> here on out, I guess. If you go to Mar-a-Lago High. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I am jealous of the kids that went to the Grand Floridian and you got to go to prom at Universal Studios. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I was deprived. Where was your prom? Where was it at? Uh, uh, Portillo's. Hotel. <laughs> yeah, Portillo's. Uh, then we yeah, went to Lou Malnati's afterward. <laughs> uh, we had hot dogs and then deep dish and then that was it. Nice. We slow danced in a deep dish pizzeria. Uh, <laughs> sausage link corsage for your date. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> you removed the sausage from around the girl's leg <laughs> during, the, during the dance. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. A <laughs> uh, great prom show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's so... That would have been nice to go to Universal. Be near a theme park, but no more of this. They're going to have to figure out a new, new event space. Uh, um, so my experience with this... Um, got to the park. This was the first thing I went to. I didn't go straight to the to the lower lot because uh, this is new. I want to make sure I hit this immediately. Not open like nine fifteen. Mm-hmm. Not not being run yet. And I've heard there's been that going throughout. We uh, decided to wait it out because we had a we had so much luck with that. The one time when there was like. I think the Ratatouille ride when we were in Disney Studios Paris had been out for so long. And we were like, if we just put in five more minutes, I think we might get it. And we got it and yeah. walked right on. Right. So with that as a guide, like we always have to at least try, like try to wait it out. And we did and, and jumped on it, um, which was great and like really invigorating to after all this time. Just like, oh, my God, we're in a line. This is nuts. Well, this is a screen. This is a robot. Um, however, a couple things hurt the experience. One, um, maybe not a, a ride that you want to move through too fast. Right. I guess in COVID era because you don't want to be inside for too long. But there, this is such a detailed line, and we'll, we'll get into that. Um, the other thing, unfortunately for me, there are animatronics in the line. Great, good thing. Um, whatever fix they did to get the ride open by 9.15 did not include the line animatronics. So those were not no. running and everything was still... Yeah, yeah, bummer. Because so they seem good. you didn't see the wiener do- You didn't see oh, Buddy. Oh, man. There was uh, some maybe great... Maybe him, well, because he's a little more limited. I mean, yeah, you get the effect. Limited. The wiener dog who is in a kitchen kind of getting his butt rubbed by uh, what? Like a, like a uh, blender? A KitchenAid of a- mixer. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, which Buddy, is great. voiced by Hannibal Burris. That oh, character. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, there are larger animatronics, larger, a uh, uh, lot of movement. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they were still playing the audio, Mm. so you got the idea, and everybody was just walking through. Ah, ah, darn. I watched video of it. It seemed it seemed pretty great. Did you know? Did you guys know any of what was coming, or did you go spoiler free? I was. I saw some pictures of things, but I was spoiler free. I saw like the big. When I guess spoiler alert, any about this whole thing, but like when you kind of first start the first big big room of the city, I saw a picture of what that looked like, but I didn't know anything about the queue. Um, I didn't know anything about any of the like further rooms or anything, so I was pretty fresh going into this. Um, so yeah, so I, I guess yeah, a little bit of the queue stuff. Um, and I was thinking about this in general. Like the queue is basically like you're in a nice apartment. You're in a nice. New York, New York, clean, hip, like building. All the characters, most of the characters live in a building together. Different apartments in a building. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about this. This um, basically, like, there's a couple other. Like we were, we've talked a lot about Mickey's house recently. I think that was recently. It could have been nine months. It could have been two months. I don't know. (laughs) It feels recent, but we talked about Mickey's house. And I think on the horror nights, whenever we talked about that a year and a half ago, I talked about the Us House. Mm. Yeah, based on Jordan Peele's movie Us, and that has a, a part where it's just a living room. <laughs> uh huh. There's I I'm sure I said something along the lines. I love like approximations of real life in themed experiences because then when something fantastical or weird happens, it it tr- makes my brain believe it more. Like it feels interesting. Like. I've tried to think about like if, if something like look we're in a backyard we're in your backyard here like if it was it just looked like this and you walked into it and then something fantastical happened it would actually like do a kind of a different thing than like you're walking through the Indiana Jones queue and that's prepping you for being in a different magical place you're in Hogwarts or whatever right? yeah which is great that's a whole different great experience but there is something about being in something that looks like real life and then seeing something cool or weird that does something different that I really appreciate. And I was like walking through and I go, oh, this is that like us feeling where we were standing in a living room <laughs> and then got attacked. And I was <laughs> right. like, because it just feels like you're in somebody's house and then something awful <laughs> is about to happen to me. But in this, obviously something very fun and whimsical and cool Wonderful happened. Things happened. But yeah, it does feel like like lived in, but like in just accurately, like it's not a cartoon version of a house. Right. You do feel like you're, you're in somebody, which it seems like, on the one hand, you might say, isn't that the, one of the easiest things to do is to build it, but to actually make it feel real and lived in? I don't even know what qualities. I would be curious to hear, uh, uh, you know, not an imagine a universal ear talk about what, what, like, what are the odds and ends to make it feel like a real apartment that are important? Sure. I'm sure, yeah, there's a philosophy. They, I mean, they would have to have some, yeah, some sort of philosophy about how to, like, make it real but a little surreal i would wonder what the actual like scale of everything is because it's not quite the same scale as like a normal couch or chair it's a little bigger mm-hmm. so i think they probably have all these different interesting rules that we don't know that that help make it like just a little off from your real life but enough to make you kind of go like oh, that's nice i could i would live in here it's probably cost six thousand dollars a month to rent it in new york yeah. but, yes. uh i i like that i would like more of that and I think I would even like more of that with a scarier, weirder ride that is like just a normal place and then something fucked up happens or something <laughs> crazy. Like whether it's like you're in an apartment and like a transformer rips the side of a wall off or so, like something like that. 
yeah. would be Something really jarring. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. so shocking. And you, you feel like life. comfortable for a minute, and then that's ripped I, away from you. I think that's what it is. What you yeah. s- the word comfortable is the is what I'm responding to because you feel very comfortable in these some of these pl- experiences, and then you get hit with yeah, whether it's whimsy or magic or, or terror. Yeah, this um, this of course leans towards the whimsy. You're of you're course seeing the whimsical world of what pets do when their owners are not at home. Of or course, at their jobs. Mm-hmm. yes. You talk about comfort. Also, I think that Jason got to go on this first and i think everybody kind of breezed through the line however you did with jason's headline i think right away was there's chairs like you could sit if you're waiting in the line <laughs> there is chair it's like it's it is truly like someone could write a like a a, a paper on this a white it's like they're the simulation of cha- they are chairs they function as chairs they appear to be chairs but they're not fabric. Ch- they're like fiberglass and plastic. Well, it's and like Mickey's house. It's, it's like Mickey's Mickey house. sits in hard chairs is what we figured out. Mickey likes hard couches and chairs. The and cartoon the same- should be soft. And right. Yeah. So there's a disconnect there. There's there's mail slots. There's practical mail slots that you can fiddle yes. a little. But you look in and you see the simulation of an interior. You see a screen. Yes. I, uh, th- there are some screens and projections on this ride. It's, uh, But I think they're used very thoughtfully. Oh and, yeah, and very. With a lot yeah. of neat little tricks. There's detail and yeah. And yeah. this is this is one of those like where there's no way we'll ever be able to say all the cool little things because I'm sure we missed half of there's them. There's tons of little references, little little jokes. There's a lot of little minions gags. Oh. That is, if you're if you're gonna say Illumination has a signature, the minions are their biggest hit. So there's a little dog at the end dressed in a minion costume, which I believe happens in the second movie. Sure. Oh, I missed that. Oh, wow. Hidden minions. Hidden, Hidden minions. minions. They have a new thing. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, there's like, yeah, there's like how many? I'm trying to think. There's, there's like two rooms with very impressive animatronics talking to you. And the and the one right before you get on the ride is the it's the rabbit right it's the snowball snowball, snowball. Captain snowball. thank you um, and that felt very rocket raccoon to me yeah that felt like a similar vibe of like he's kind of telling us what to do but then he, before that you get a room with and again the t- t- two characters uh, Max and Duke Max uh, and Duke cur- currently uh, voiced by uh, Patton Oswalt and Eric Stone <laughs> currently yes. now, now currently <laughs> now yeah, currently that wasn't so Max bad. was originally anything, voiced was by Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah, okay, and yeah. they're like well <laughs> we maybe can't. we'll return to the role at some point uh, we'll you know Secret yeah. Life 3 it's possible uh, so Duke is the bigger dog right Duke is the big yeah, yeah. And those are they're great. It's like yes. you could have been, you it could just be the queue, and I think you'd be like, man, that was a fun little queue. Like I got, oh, that was just I a got, walkthrough, absolutely. Yeah, I got so much of again, what, well, at least for us, like what we like from all this stuff. You kind of get so much of it just in the queue. Big it's, time. It's like, yeah, you would. I feel like you would feel like, oh, that was good. That's a cute little thing. Yeah, there was such elation in that line, and there's, you know, I would like to like go through it slower but the but the speed of be that there was right at opening we just had to whip through it everybody i felt was just you could tell it was all people who haven't been on a ride in a long time and there yeah. was the euphoria of that just so much giggling and this and this and you know you're missing a thousand things but it makes you want to come back yes yes yeah i i think also um because i wrote it in technical rehearsals the ride did stop once or twice uh, when I was riding, and then we got stopped in the queue for a little while, and it very slowly started moving. So I did get a chance to like examine a lot of stuff 
and and that probably gave me the distraction of like I'm in a room full of strangers like you know like it probably helped ease me back into polite society oh yes being near yeah. I know yeah. I know which is a, it's, it is a weird thing in a way okay uh, oh, the, the bug is moving update? again Uh-oh. the scarab is not dead it is moving and something is going on that because the eggs have been laid I, maybe Dear God. it was like it was sitting there and I go oh it's for sure I've been thinking oh for sure it's dead for 20 minutes no 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 now it is something it's got something going on and uh, it is moving again so I, let's keep an eye on it i believe beetles one of the like bark worse than their bite kind of but like not like good to have them or like ladybugs you mm. know or or you know, spiders we're good. Take maybe care we're of good other. bugs maybe beetles are maybe good. bugs are good uh yeah so when they well it'll be good when they a bunch of babies fly into your mouth <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, by the way. Either this episode ends normally, or it ends with our well, full swallowing. You know, Whoopi Goldberg. Death and... is only the beginning. So <laughs> I will. I won't lie. I do want the episode to end in a, a barrage of tiny beetles. We'll see. Fifty-fifty chance, it... I'd say. Um, Jason, the speed at which uh, you went on this ride because of some slowdowns and stuff. Um, I think maybe they had not worked out the kinks in on this early morning visit for me because this was the the slowest ride I've ever been on in my life. You could tell, like, I don't, I didn't know the pace of it at first, but once you're like after the crawl, I feel like I'm in the first room for a full minute, and I, and you get like you know like you enough time to have a sizable conversation with each animatronic and i'm like i don't think this is right i think i could tell the like <laughs> the pace that this is supposed to have i don't hold it against i find it kind of charming that like yeah. oh this is really made by human beings this is not just like a well-oiled machine like they are still figuring it out but it was comical after a while and it, you know having not been on a ride in a long time it was pretty great to be on a ride for 15 minutes it was the wow, slowest. Really? It yeah, it really crunched along. Where you uh-huh. like felt little vibrations, butterfly, a nice bug. Uh, um, like you, there were just things that you could tell were supposed to be a whip around, and now you're in front of this. There is a cat that is a scary cat with scary lightning lighting. I forget because it was the cat chewing on a wire. I don't remember the context, but you could tell it was the kind of thing in a ride that's supposed to be. Look over here, a scary thing. Oh my god! And now the next thing. And instead, it was like look over here for a solid forty-five <laughs> seconds. Wow. Most of the ride through videos online are about six minutes. So slow moving. They want families to do this, uh, uh, with, you know, I think with little kids. I read, I think on Theme Park Insider, the height requirement we had talked about amongst ourselves is like 34 inches. And they were speculating that is less because of any whips or movement on the ride and more like, oh, the kid has to be a certain height to get the augmented reality the like puppy vision oh, to like, line up with to the... line up with oh, the camera because yeah. that's a big part of this ride there's like two or three moments where you look at a screen but it's disguised as like a window um or a mirror and you see yourself as a puppy because you're little stray dogs that's the long and short of the ride you're little stray dogs and max and duke are helping you get cleaned up so you can get adopted. Yes. And you're forever home. Yes. yes. That sweet phrase. It's in the PR. I forget if it's in the ride. Um, so, yeah, you get turned into a, a puppy, uh, and it goes by quick, although you get, like, a longer run at the end. But just, you know, move your move your arms a little. Wave your arms wave a little. Your arm and yeah. you'll see the, uh, the you know, yeah, the augmented reality. You get paws. Work on your little dog, too. And I think it's, like, 
uh, several dozen dogs that you could be. I think they vary yeah. that up a lot. There's so a mix great. of dogs. There's a mix of families who will like go like, wow, you that are one, you. yes, you get like. Yeah, you're being prepped for adoption, and then at the, and then at the end, a family picks you, and it's very heartwarming. And I, we were like following along with our family, which it's great that they really line it up with your vehicle. And then we looked back to see what the other ones were. And don't quote me on this because um, it wasn't mine, but I think further down the line, I think there was a same-sex couple. Which, oh my God, in theme oh. park history really has there been this i hope i'm not making that up and that is a real I thing that is I nice that they that did too because well, i think good. i got stuck at that point and i think i saw like five families <laughs> okay yeah, yeah i think i saw a number <laughs> of families but um you yeah. have a one in one thousand chance of getting a same-sex couple to adopt you on this ride. <laughs> That's how you win the ride. Which is as close to how a corporation will allow it at this point. The smattering yeah. will start easing you into the water. But I, but I mean, when have you seen that? When have you seen any depiction of uh, uh, anything other than the most? It's, ge- it's generally a quick thing. Yeah, generally a quick thing if it's yes, cartoon because they don't want certainly it. a diverse uh, selection of families, different configurations. That's true too. Yeah, couples yeah. and. Uh, ethnicities and and number of kids and that sort of thing so it's and it's all yeah it's just very positive like this ride is just very like positive and nice it was Mm -hmm. nice after these 14 months it was a nice ride yeah the most yeah the most conflict is there's some fireworks going off really that's like the most like like yes conflict or most uh which the more i thought about i was like huh i don't did they mean that to be darkly funny? Because dogs fucking hate fireworks, <laughs> and they're getting mm. shot oh, around right, right. a fireworks warehouse. That's oh. as twisted as the ride gets. That's as they twisted. <laughs> set off fireworks. That's the and... revenge by the twisted alley cats, who are the uh-huh. I guess antagonists. They don't even seem that bad. The mild you know? antagonists. They're yeah, they're fine. I mean, that's like the scariest part of the ride. Um, but it's not. Look, it's not that scary. Okay. Good. Good. Kid ride that which Universal was in short supply of. It's been said a lot by various people. This is a ride Universal needed. Definitely something yeah. they did not have in various categories. Just kids, slow moving. Uh, there, yeah, there's Despicable Me. But if you're, you know, if you're not into 3D or even the jostling is maybe too much for some kids. Like this is, I think anybody could go on it. Um, and then, and obviously the the animatronic thing that they have not had a slow-moving animatronic-based attraction since they callously ripped out our friends E.T. and Botanicus and the, and the mannequin police officers yeah. and Meep, Meep and Glug Glug and... Uh, uh, <laughs> flop, clop, flop, blue clop, loop and whatever blue, blue loop blue chew Bl- uh, blue chew <laughs> blue chew <laughs> my good friend both blue, blue chew and blue loop the the like the ed- oh, oh, right, right. Industry. they both stole their yeah. names from et's friends et's parents blue chew and blue loop, and blue loop. <laughs> et's Mom, et's parents uh, need your help daddy they missed their son. Blue Loop. As soon as you get to the Green Planet, be sure to look for Blue Loop and Blue Chew. I'm counting on you, and so is E.T. Oh, man. Somebody uh, draw so those guys. Truly, like, you know, the, the E.T., you know, uh, like, I guess it had to go, but it did fill a void. It was, like, there's a reason it's in, like, sort of the kids' area in uh, Universal Florida, and they this, this is just an area that Universal Hollywood was not covering for a long time. And it's it didn't have to go. 
It didn't have to go. I don't even know why I'm saying that. I went on that, like, I, I, I went on Mummy. I hadn't been on this Mummy in a long time. It is stupid. It's a stupid ride. That ending is so It's just bad. Qu- it's clips. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not mad the Mummy, that even bad version of Mummy's there. Just E.T. did not have to go. There was no reason. Yeah. Other than them thinking they were going to do something that was going to really, like, like, drive traffic to the park. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it did in the short term. But... The long-term game, E.T. was a better play. I think maybe they might realize that now, but maybe they don't. Maybe they're still, in their mind, they can replace stuff. After his uh, appearance as a senator in the deep background of one of the prequels, that that completely restored the E.T. franchise. People were so excited to see Senator Greeleeps. Greeleeps? What is his name? Was it Spielberg backwards? Yeah, yeah. Greeleeps. Greeleeps. Yeah. Wait, is it E.T. and Senator Greeleeps? I'm not sure. Are they different characters, are you asking? Well, no, I know they're different characters, but are they both in that little... The little Senate pod? That little pod. Or is it just They were doing a pod before uh, It's not Zrak. E.T.'s real name is, of course, Zrak. But Mm -hmm. I I think it's just the E.T. species. Yeah, it's a bunch of E.T.'s. But it's not E.T. himself. He doesn't. I do not believe that E.T. is in... Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm just double-checking. I I don't think that's right. I mean, E.T. is a scientist if you read the book, The Green Planet. Mm -hmm. He's very smart. That is crazy, though. (laughs) If he goes and has an adventure on earth in 1982 and then ends up as a senator like well, in the birth the- of all of the events of star wars what a life yeah and star wars is a long time in the past oh that's too. right so, so that doesn't well maybe with some warps and tunnels or whatever traverse a that. galaxy far far away you know yeah that's here. true so yeah. who knows? He can time travel, too. He can spin the clock back. You, there's a lot of you. I've been tracking. There's a lot of UFO talk lately um, oh, yeah. um, that I'm intrigued by. And I'm not necessarily thinking, like, oh, it's for sure like aliens. Something weird seems like it's going on, though, I would say, whether it's weird technology or something. But would I love it if it was like, yep, Botanicus is real. He's on a little <laughs> pod. And he's been messing with pilots, Air Force pilots, for the last 20 years. I mean, what a dream would that be? If it was like one of our beloved IPs is real, that would be maybe the dream. Help me scramble more jets. Help me crash more of your people. It's my mission. I hate the Air Force specifically, and I want to mess with them. I am Botanicus. I'm screwing with pilots in the Air Force. <laughs> it's just a thing I do. All when Harrison Ford crashed, that was me. <laughs> he was flying an old World War II plane. I didn't and like it, that he took time away from that Raiders took time away from <laughs> my sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I never got to be in the movies. Because Steven got distracted. Yeah. <laughs> So I tried to kill Harrison Ford. <laughs> but that man is unkillable. <laughs> I dropped the Millennium Falcon door on him as well. <laughs> I'll keep trying. Please help me. Help me kill Harrison. Hurry. <laughs> Botanicus is real. Please. That's how we're going to find out. Yeah, We'll see. Um, Botanicus is real, folks. I don't know how much more I gotta say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Look, hey, look, look, Jack. What hey, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go to Teakley, and then uh, all right. <laughs> Man, look, old Joe needs your help. Okay, 
Go find E.T.'s friends. Go find Tinkley, okay? But they replaced you. It's, it's for the good of the nation. Re- re- replace ah. Spielberg with Biden on the E.T. Ah, ride. E.T. <laughs> That's how you make it relevant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, Joe needs your help, man. Look, man. Look. You gotta do it for me. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right, so uh, here's another thing. Now, now we said the plot of this ride is that uh, your the the your friends are your uh, Max, Max and, and Duke, one. Duke uh, are helping strays, you. Your strays, your your strays, and they're helping you find. And I kind of knew this because I read what the ride is going to be, uh, but I had to recall it because, to be honest, and I don't know if you felt this at all. I got on the right. Aaron, who'd never read any of the copy, because we had, like, enough time to, like, have sidebar conversations, like, uh, what are the babies doing at home? Like, mm. like you know, groceries on the way home. We had so much time while sitting in this slow yeah, ride. Yeah. And one of the side conversations we had was, what is happening? She <laughs> truly did not know, like, I don't know if this was a result of the ride, of the line rushing by, but I don't think the plot is necessarily conveyed the best. Which is okay, because I'll get on a ride. Hey, being in, in Japan, you don't know what the what the plot of anything is, because you don't speak the language. Um, so it's that's okay, but I, I did not know what the well, ride yeah, was. Yeah, really. it's a lot of big set pieces, and if you're focused on the, the set pieces and the gags and stuff, it's easy to get distracted. Yeah, if you go through the line too quick, or you spend too little time in the room with Max and Duke, you'll miss it. This is an original storyline, by the way. It's not a book report ride of either of the films. It's an original, mm. like... You know, all the characters are here. It kind of takes place somewhere around the second movie because Snowball is uh, not antagonist. I think he was the antagonist in the first movie and now his friends, hmm. now the anti-hero. Is he kind of, is there a, he has like a superhero alter ego? I yeah, it that. seems like it. Yeah, I he he has a drone. Yeah, and he has see, a lot of him on a drone in that crazy plans. Cool. His plans always go wrong. You know, his big yeah, big okay. thing in kids' entertainment. It, am I wrong? Isn't the plot like you're just trying to get to the place where you're going to get cleaned up so you can be adopted? Basically, you're just trying. Like in at the start of the queue, there's a sign that says adoption at the pet store. The pets store, which is not a store that sells pets, it sells pet stuff, and that is the store underneath the ride that you come out into. But it's also represented in the ride when there's like a big bathing, grooming sequence. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. So it's just like you're just trying to get there's some mild antics that happen on your way yeah. to the groomer. Why yes. does the why do the fireworks go off? Oh, uh, I okay. So I think the cats. First off, like you you go into an alley, you run afoul of the alley cats. They uh, mess you up. You're all dirty. And Snowball's like, I got an idea how to get you to the pet store. We're going to put you all on rockets. And then you're extra disgusting because you're all burned. <laughs> you're all ashy from rockets. Uh, you're, you're very dirty from all these hijinks. And then they put you through Rube Goldberg device kind of washing. Right. You're things. dirty from hijinks. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That. So that's, yeah, that's what I was saying before is the most, like, I guess, intense part of the ride is there's a lot of screens or a couple screen big screens that have like the cgi movement on them as opposed to like there's some robots that are added there but the screens augment that idea so stuff can travel very fast and blow up yeah but then like bounce along the the the, like crates at the bottom that's that sparkle and right this fun interactivity or interaction between the screen uh, projection mapping and the fireworks Oh, warehouse. totally! Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Which is, it's, is cool. Yes, it's a per, it's a very good example of when people say like, oh, the, like when you integrate screens and the robots, 
that's like yeah. the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's great. I think it works to great effect in in this ride. Um, but yeah, the animatronics you can't undersell. I think Todd Martin's also pointed out there's an alley cat walking along the piano oh, that looks shocking. I love it. I was staring I, at this thing. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, oh yeah, really? The legs are all moving. Because usually you would think, okay, we're doing a robot gag where there's a robot cat walking on keys. There, the cat can't like it's not going to touch the keys it's going to float over it a little bit but I'm watching and I'm like this thing's really like it's setting it's it looks like it's touching the keys itself and I can't really see where the like mechanics of it are and it's close it's what I always say what I like this ride is very intimate because it, of how close yeah. you are to everything happening it is very intimate they they clear they they cram a lot of space I don't think the globe theater I don't think they had the biggest footprint to work with and it's surprising. They, I think they got as much in here as they did. The queue is a little narrow at some portions. There's a stairway. I was a little surprised to see like a full-size stairway you had to walk up. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ran a corner. Oh, right. oh just stairs. Yeah. What is this, the Millennium Falcon single rider? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> a barren yeah. staircase. Yeah, and I, I, I do question. I mean, there's an elevator, too, for accessibility purposes, but I do think one of the things probably slowing down the ride, it's like, man, that loading area is real tight. That stairway into the loading is, is pretty cramped, it feels mm. like to me. So I think loading... Uh, guests in in wheelchairs or mobility vehicles, like oh yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of tough. Hmm, hmm. So the queue is all basically on the first floor, is that right? I and, think so. And yeah, because at the, the end the of the ride it. is at the sec basically the second floor. Yes. Oh right, because it's sort of a tight space. Right. There wasn't a lot there. I d- I didn't think about the two story nature of it. That's cool. So that was the yeah. Yeah, solution for the limited space. I read huh. one article that said, oh, you take it off. From the apartment building's mail room, which I didn't really pick up on, but that the cardboard boxes were like a nod to how Max gets found in the first movie is like in a right. bunch of cardboard. Oh. So yeah, that's your ride vehicle. Yeah, your is ride a big different kinds of cardboard boxes. Yeah, and you like start yeah in a mail room. Yeah, basically. So it's yeah as if you're a little adorable pet that's going like was been left in a cardboard box. And that's how you're riding. It's very, yeah. very cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when you see the 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 pets, the CG pets that are you are are adorable. Yes, that's they're really great. Cute. Yeah, <laughs> they are full cute agreement on this point. Absolutely. Wouldn't it not? <laughs> when Scott, when you went, wouldn't it be great if you it was like Chucko? You were staring back at it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> cute pet, cute pet, cute pet, old clown from the fifties. Boy, didn't you think those dogs were adorable? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> and then I go and talk to like a, I want to speak to a, one of the Universal engineers, and an old man turns around, an old clown. <laughs> Certainly not. I programmed this machine myself. There's no old clown. Not in one of the. Not in any of the hundred options available. Then his throat is slashed <laughs> by something behind. Invi- something invisible. Yeah, yeah. And then a clown smile is painted on his lips <laughs> invisibly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm I'm chased by ghostly lipstick with yeah. no body. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Zoinks. Yeah, run into the mystery machine. It was parked very close. <laughs> yes, on that block. Yes. We got to get out of here, Aaron. Yeah, it's like, like, whoa. Like 200 feet from that ride. Uh, but yes, all the dogs I saw. And it's very, I obviously like this too, because this is such a, end of haunted mansion 
Yeah, I like it. I like it when you see like yeah. where this is from. Like I go, I mean, this is obviously the Haunted Mansion is, and anyone who makes rides, they think about it, and it's the same principle. Like there's big three big screens, and you're gonna go buy it, and you see something that changes you, or you know, the ghost obviously follows you home. But like it feels like that to me, and it feels like it's like the evolution of that idea. Yeah, and uh, in the set, the the, the la- towards the end when you see yourself, the puppy versions of you are all wet, and then you get blow dried off. So they're yes. like biting the air mm-hmm. and stuff, and, and you watch that all in the longest screen procession. Yeah. You really follow from wet to dry. Yeah, and you get wet, of course. Well, you can't avoid the old universal <laughs> splasheroo. Here's what I thought, and I don't think I've had I've said this before, and I don't think I had this thought, but maybe I can't remember. But as soon as I got wet, I said, you know what? From now on, instead of saying like. And Universal really leans heavily on this wet thing. Like, they always get me wet, and it seems like they don't have that many tricks. I like the getting wet now. And I think I, def- I challenge Universal to get me wet in different fun ways going forward. You know yes. what? That's what I say. That's their signature. Let's embrace it. They have to throw water at you on every ride, and I'm all for it now. Now I think it's their thing, and I challenge them to do it in even more unique ways going forward. Now it's like a, oh my god, you killed Kenny, you bastards. Yes. You ha- it's expected Yes, um, at least a long time ago on South Park. Right, they maybe dropped that. <laughs> I think. Like, yes, 18 seasons ago. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's a matter of where's it going to come from. We know it's yes. going to Yeah, you're right. There's something, it's like, oh, you, you trickster, you're up to your old. Yeah, and maybe it's just because I haven't been on a Universal ride for so long. But I def- right after it happened, I went... You got me, Universal. You always do. Get uh, Mike wet in surprising way. Get Mike wet. It makes him pop. He's going to pop so hard when you get him wet. Yes, I will pop for sure, especially if it's a unique way. That in an obscene with some real intimacy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> if it was like if it was like when on the ride vehicle, they just like, like all of a sudden they filled your like water up to your ankles and then <laughs> drained it by the end of the ride even something like that i would be like i mean i don't want to get my pants souped but i want but if you could just do it in unique ways there's like there's what, gotta, what would you like what if disney did it because you know uh the pime uh him 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 okay tim <laughs> there, there's the bar Hank there's Pim's the, the restaurant and the bar next to it and they they say if you order a beer at the bar the pints fill from the bottom up. Oh, so cool. if you were getting one of those, and suddenly you look down and you were getting like the Millhouse like ankles, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're you're oh. also getting wet Did from beer? the. <laughs> or like I don't know, Mrs. I don't Van know. Houten's I, jacuzzi suit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my yes. shoes are wet, but my ankles I, are bone dry. We could do just a whole episode just on that menu that came out. The the Pim test. Did you see this, Scott? I didn't see the the full menu, no. menu of Marvels or the Avengers. Yeah, campus everything's came either out today. real big or real small. Some interesting stuff, I will yeah. say. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm looking excited. forward we'll to do, it. A lot of impossible. Food. Yeah, it's like Marvel Mania in a way, as close as we can come now. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good as Marvel Mania. Sure, it's going to be what, uh, what could be. Um, I have a question before this episode wraps, which is: uh, this happened in an episode, and it happened not in an episode separately. That. Uh, Jason had been on this ride. We had not been on this ride. Um, I have a, a recurring fear, as you may know, of giant creatures mm. and things in small 
rooms. And Jason said, oh, I'll wait till you go on the <laughs> ride because you're going to see... I, I speak to you now and I say, yeah. I don't know what you're talking well, about. Well, I think. Yeah, what Duke, were you talking about? I think Duke was just. I had not I figured seen maybe this the big character. dog. Yeah. Well, Duke in the living room and then Duke is above you. But I guess I yeah. guess I'm forgetting the that room is pretty big. The, the like New York Street sequence. After I said that, I realized, oh, you know what? Uh, when you turn the when it rotates, you realize you're in a massive street scene. Uh-huh. But like you're kind of Duke is on a girder like right above you. Oh no, that's really that's vague. not a problem okay. whatsoever. I'm okay. talking about it's got to be, um, you know, it stems from Mario games with Big Boo and especially mm-hmm. the Big Fish. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Oh, um, it's mainly that. There's not even that many theme park versions of it and like that you know we talked about sinbad and the the um the what's what is he i forget immediately the giant ogre uh i uh some for some reason he doesn't bother me what does bother me and why has this come up before what well, is you it did, in theme park world i don't want to get too much you did the, jurassic world yes did the dominus bother you i got ro- you got room to breathe in there it's okay. got to be like uh it is a 10 foot room and it is a 10 mm-hmm. foot character there is where I am. Right. Like, okay. Because it really stems from that you'd go through certain Mario doors, and then you are boxed in uh-huh. to a bizarre nightmare cube where you have, if you move forward at all, you will just be touching the ghost, and you right. will be dead. Those things scare me so much. I'm trying to... What even is the theme park iteration? I, I am scared by the uh, dragon... In Harry Potter, that you whip around and are suddenly in front. I'm always a little, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's so big and you don't really have a sense of what's around you. Um, audience, remind me of what scares yeah, what me scares on this Scott? front, please. Um, uh, Chucko's a different thing. We'll handle Chucko separately, but right. Um, I think I, hopefully that conveys the terms. But I've, yes. I think by announcing it, I've been less and less scared of, of big things. And that dog, that's just a good big boy. No yeah, problem he's a with good Duke. big boy. I mean, yeah, what else haven't we talked about? There's so many good good cats and dogs uh, in this. There's another pretty good um, animatronic trick. I think it's Chloe the tabby cat, voiced by Lake Bell, is like on a little treadmill at some point, and they make mm-hmm. it look like she's walking on the treadmill. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that, I I, I think the, um, uh, you know, the mechanics, uh, the guts of the animatronic was probably hidden by the belly like mm. i think that's where it was probably connected to the treadmill oh interesting. would be my guess huh. and the um, legs are just like flapping around yeah, the like legs they are, are moving her okay moving okay. a little interesting. um uh max there's max in the alley is like tied up upside down is like swinging like a pendulum oh and like dipping into a barrel that's yeah. fantastic yeah. yeah that's really good or maybe it's Gigi, the, the puffball dog no, I, I mean, I, I think I remember Patton yelling in there. <laughs> yeah. It easily makes up. You know, when uh, uh, Betsy the gerbil, played yeah. by Minka Kelly, was doing a, a sort of a ballet routine. Do you remember that scene? That was well, really Well, Norman good. the guinea pig, who's always getting lost in the building, I think that's actually the director voice of oh. that character. But he, oh, uh, that was the thing. Maybe the thing that delighted us the most. So, like, after you get adopted, you see the family, there's a big party for you at the end. In the very back of the room, there is a gerbil with a glow stick, like dancing with the glow stick. And it oh, is yeah, so yeah. cute. Or it's the guinea pig. Yeah. I can't. It's a little hard to tell. It's a little far away. But it is so cute. They've programmed the movement so cute. Yeah. There, I, I was thinking there's a 
a friend of the show, Jenny Nicholson, uh, tweeted this a while ago, and she made a point about some newer rides like Rise of the Resistance and the Frozen ride at Epcot, where like some those rides seem like more like a different philosophy as far as rides are concerned, where you're kind of supposed to focus your attention on one thing. Yeah. Versus like the Pirates old school Haunted Mansion where there's a hundred things happening around you. Oh, chaos. And obviously like we like those two rides, but I was thinking like on this, I go, oh, this really feels like that style, which I appreciate because I guess I haven't gone on a new ride that felt like this in a while where there's a hundred things going on. And like you said, yeah. that gerbil thing, I don't even remember that. <laughs> it's it's like behind some other animations, yeah. but he like just moves very uh, rapidly, and it's just so cute. Yeah. And then the dog on the like an ottoman, dressed like in a little minion costume, like that's that's fun. And they're playing the song from the movie, and right. I thought it was at Justin uh, Timberlake. It's uh, not the trolls. Song. It's not, but that's the Trolls song. No, but it sounds in the same vein. Dance, dance, mm-hmm. dance. Uh, yeah, so it's like, I'm, I would wonder, like, if we, if you, we would talk about Rise of the Resistance, and like anyone was like, did you see that? Did you see the part uh, where there was the ATAT shoot at you? <laughs> like, of course, you saw. Everyone sure, saw yeah. every big thing that happened on that ride. But truly, like you said, then I go, oh, gerbil dance. I don't remember that. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. There's so much. Yeah, you're right. Um, that is a, that's a very cool thing about. It. Well, it's counter to your intimacy notion. If what you want is to like, because yeah, the the rise thing is, it's Kylo Ren looking at you, threatening you. But you can't have the intimate. You can't have the moment in the chaos ride. It's like a different breed, and I think yeah, you you, you want them both. You want variety. Well, yeah, it depends. I mean, it depends what intimacy we're talking about. You know, because there is intimacy when when Optimus Prime tells you he's very proud of you, but you can if the if the if the robots are very close to you and you focus on one thing you do have intimacy with whatever you have f- chosen to focus on whatever has come into your vision your line of sight so i think aaron had not been on that ride since we started doing this podcast so at that moment like as soon as <laughs> he landed and just looks for that beat she laughed out loud <laughs> she, just knowing now viewing it in this lens uh-huh. like that was the thing yes <laughs> yeah. he, he's you're like your your bravery your uh, he did not. I, I was waiting. I was going to take a photo with him, um, but he Optimus was not coming. Like the meet and greet was not. It's a, like t- Optimus will be back tomorrow. Optimus <laughs> is not feeling talkative today. Yeah, and and uh, I'm sure we all saw the video online where Optimus was saying these. This last year has been very trying. No, I didn't. What are you oh, talking about? Yeah. No, There's we should video- talk about that in <laughs> the other we'll, episode. We'll talk about that. There's we got to <laughs> show this. We should show it to you live so we can get oh, your real reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save, yeah, yeah. Load it up. These that, that, trying that great. times. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, he gives a whole like weird speech that's like trying not to make like anti-mask people mad. He's trying to hit all the he's trying to hit all the quadrants. buy sneakers, too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jack. We got to come together, man. We have to come together. Um, Can't but, be having this squabbling, man. Look. Have you been working on Biden in the off, off season? What's that? Have you been working on the Biden? <laughs> no, I've been, not really. I, I feel like I busted that out okay. Out. Yeah, no, hey, I, look, I'm impressed. You gotta kiss this guy to go low. It's yeah. Megatron came out and Bumblebee was out later, but. Look, you oh, need all size of Megatron and Bumblebee. Bumblebee. You need Bumblebee and Metron. <laughs> Optimus Pine, 
<laughs> it takes all of them. Chris Pine. Takes Chris Pine takes Optimus Tyne. Yeah, the, uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But the Bidens are because Carvey has one now. I'm a little good. bit. He did. Yeah, I think he. Carvey, Carvey in this ride. Yes, yeah, oh, yes, right. say Carvey This plays. is a Dana Carvey presence in a theme park. Yeah, right? yeah. That's a good thing. Pops he's, the old he's like dog. a grumpy old man, essentially. He's a grumpy old dog. Like He's uh, got a wheel. He's got the wheels. YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, is he in Is he in the animatronic? Yeah, he's got the see, wheels on his back. I don't know if he see, talks I missed him. I, I just caught him in the queue. Yeah, he's on the ride as well. Yeah. What's that? You know, if you talk about favorite moments in the whole thing... It, yeah, I think it ends really cute. It, the party is great, but maybe my favorite moment is just the reveal of what kind of ride it's going to be. That it is a chaos ride. That it's a hard to focus ride. When you enter that room with the with the the girder and, yeah. and he's over there, you even miss him operating the machine and snowballs up in the drone. Um, it's just such a big pronouncement. This is a crazy animatronic ride. You're going to see a ton of them. You're going to have trouble following it, so you got to come back and see it again and again to catch everything. Yeah. Um, it's just a, so you can tell why that's the press photo that they're pushing out the most. It's, yeah. a, it's a, a really exciting moment, and especially after being indoors for so long. I think for so many people, this will end up being their first ride back. And mm-hmm. it's just always going to have not a lot of rides like are tied to an era I don't. It's not like in this ride makes me reflect on the events of September 11th or whatever. <laughs> it's not like, but this one, oddly, this pets ride, I think, and this awful Corona year are gonna mm-hmm. sort of be married, yeah. but in in the most joyous way. I, I, theme park insider, they they had a really nice review of it, and they they said at the end of their their write up, like. Um, after after a year in which so many of us have experienced layoffs and isolation, it's heartwarming to feel wanted and welcome again, even if it's by an animated family. <laughs> and I think that's right. I think that's Oof. a pretty good. Uh, yeah. Like, because it's just like, yeah, they adopt you, and then there's a big party celebrating you. Like, yes, it's nice. It is nice. Uh, I was, yeah, I was thinking like with kids, like this is feels like. Obviously, when you're a kid, this is going to be one of the first rides you're allowed to go on if you go to Universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so this definitely feels like, and maybe uh, this is I shouldn't say this with Universal, but it does feel like this should be like a legacy ride for the, like this should be like last forever and get an update. Yeah. I, obviously, they won't yeah. do. They probably will demolish it in ten years or something. But it feels like that continuity. It did. That's what we've talked about before. Some continuity at Disneyland is nice. It doesn't need to be everything. But some continuity from like your grandmother rode this and your parents rode this and now you're riding this. There's a nice thing to have a few rides like a few experiences like that at a park. So it would be nice if they kept something around and not destroyed. I mean, this is the only like at this point, like Simpsons is going to have to probably go at a certain point. And plus, Mm -hmm. this is kind of like probably a better experience for you if you're a kid than Simpsons is. Yeah. And if this I mean, if. Hopefully, it seems like the reception so far has been very positive. Like, I had very few criticisms of any of this. No. It's like, I think it sorely, it was a thing they were sorely lacking. If you have real little kids, you could kill most of the day in Illumination Alley. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. It's a little par for you. You don't even have to go you don't downstairs. Have to go. That's my plan. There's They're, not a lot to do for little kids down there. So if I ever take the boy, yeah, no. uh, when I take the boy, it's all on the it, table now. It's If great. he gets tired of the playground play area... At Super Silly Funland, there is a like kind of uh, not hidden, but it's hard to see. You forget it's there. There's a playground at Jurassic in the Jurassic. Yes, complex. I was reminded of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that stuff's not open yet, and I'm really looking forward to it. And like, because I yeah, I know that's going to be where 
we kill a lot of time with him and and if i get tired of any of it then it's 110 degree jameson shots at old the, the old little what what did you call it? A, it was like a uh, like a railroad apartment. Bar. <laughs> like which is kind of in Philadelphia there are a number of like townhouse like uh uh row houses and stuff where like the corner unit, the ground floor basement like people turn the the bottom floor into bars. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. So you could Philly. you'd feel the the train rumbling by. It's little little shakies. The bar yeah, on the shakies. corner. Yeah. I don't know what the real name <laughs> Septa, is. <laughs> Septa trains. It's little shakies it. to me. Shout Saddle hey. up to the bar with Mayor of Easttown and you know drink away your troubles. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you if you see me at little shakies, uh, shots on me. Same <laughs> on me. Um, uh, you survive podcast the rides. You well, got pets yeah. off the leash. Yeah. Audition. If, hey, if you have closing thoughts, throw them in. I don't. Well, mean I to, I, uh, I just yeah I want to say like I really like this. I'm going to go on it again. I'm sure I'll have further thoughts just because the wait times were much uh, longer than I even uh, thought they would be. The virtual mm-hmm. queue worked great for me. Oh, I didn't even when try the virtual queue. If you hear mm. rustling, I'm getting my mic. I'm prepared to go over and take a look at what the Beatles situation is here mm. as we oh, wrap okay. up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Garfield finally went to sleep. He went to sleep about yeah. 30 minutes ago. Oh, geez. Uh, his owner, like in the, the shadow of... In the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shade the sun moves. Has moved. That's another thing. Yeah, we got to account for uh, the movement of the sun right. uh, as we do these episodes. Um, hey, for, for more for discussion here. of our return, our triumphant return to Universal uh, and a lot of other great episodes, three a month, in fact, then go to uh, Podcast the Ride, The Second Gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Check us out on the socials and <sighs> merch and a lot of fun stuff coming up <clears throat> soon um mike's investigating over in scarab town okay uh, uh, this is great uh, we we take you now to mike uh four okay. feet away um i'm looking at it and i don't know it's not it's moving like a little bit i do think some i do think maybe it has died which mm. is a really sad way to end an episode that's I'll a weird way to well yeah that's a bummer um well, i don't know though because it was like this before so i i I was hoping to go over there and there'd be a bunch of babies, but... Well, the, uh, yeah, I'd say, you know, let's not focus on that. I want it, since you guys are, are over, uh, you know, we're back in person again, I like to offer little treats to, to everybody. And, uh, you know, here, I, I don't think, I don't know if you've seen it, I had this uh, this open container of raisinets uh, uh, down on the grass by me the whole time. Oh, if wow. you guys want to reach in... Now, I'm looking, like, just these little, like... You know, mm-hmm. like br- these little black guys, those little, you know, black beads here. Uh, there's more in it in this bag than I thought. I feel like it was almost empty earlier, but now it seems pretty full. If you guys want to reach in and uh, right, well, just grab just a handful, quick, uh, uh, yeah, okay. feel free. Right. Um, wait. Oh, my oh, God. No. Wait. <laughs> these may not be raisinets. What? Uh, <laughs> they are crawling up me. No. There are hundreds of them. Thousands Wait. of them, in fact. Oh, Jason's just eating them. Fine. Well, He's me and fine. Garfield are going to town on the raisinette scarab. <laughs> Scott's so. being eaten by beetles, but Jason's eating the beetles. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like he has control over them. And I'm listening to the has beetles Has Jason somehow. been emotep this entire time? <laughs> well, your, your souls are mine. Emotep. What? <laughs> and he's daddy as well. He's hot. <laughs> oh, oh, as I'm getting swallowed entirely, I'm not going to have a mouth soon, so I better say, uh, first, fuck you, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Jason lives forever, I guess. And oh, thanks for listening. Whoa, bro. Bye-bye. Forever. <laughs> Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production.
Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.